Hello and welcome to this week's Ruby Shoes podcast, bringing you the very best of local entertainment across East Anglia each and every week. This week, our roving reviewer Iona is back with a review of Ipswich's gallery players, who at the end of last week were performing Celebrating Sondheim Volume 2. Plus, I've been to the New Woolsey Theatre to see a brave young cast brilliantly performing Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. And we've got an interview with a young musician and songwriter from Norfolk who got in touch with Ruby Shoes podcast. He's inspired by the likes of Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. And I've been chatting only earlier today to Rachel Savage. She's the artistic director of Vamos Theatre and director of The Boy on the Roof, which comes to the New Woolsey Theatre next week. So chatting now on the Ruby Shoes podcast to Drin Too. He's a singer-songwriter from Norfolk. And I'm always saying to you, if you want me to talk about the stuff that you do or you've got an event coming up or uh, like Drin, you're a singer-songwriter, get in touch. And that's exactly what he's done. So lovely to have you here on the Ruby Shoes podcast. You're um, based in Swatham, I think, aren't you? Yeah, that's correct. Fantastic. So tell me, first of all, how did you come to be in, in Swatham? Uh, and is it quite an inspirational place for your music? Um, well, I, I've been living in Swatham for nearly nine years. Um, I don't know why I end up in Swatham. It's quite a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like the nature out of the farm because Norfolk is, uh, is said to be the, the big farm in this country like farmland. Yeah, I was very close to the nature. So th- there's so many inspiration from Norfolk as well, like uh, writing songs, poets, poems. Yeah. And you've got beautiful countryside around there, haven't you? And I've seen some oh, yeah. videos on TikTok and you use the countryside in your videos, don't you? You take a stroll and it's just lovely and, and then you're singing <laughs> along. So I can see that that really does inspire you. Have you um, always lived in Norfolk and have you always been in Swaffham or have you moved around? Um, always in Norfolk, within Norfolk. But I used to live by the sea. And it's called Bacton, Bacton Beach. I don't know if you've heard that. It's a very small little village. Uh, it was very close to uh, Coroma. Yes, yeah. Yeah, well, we have a Bacton in Suffolk as well, but that's not next Oh, really? To, but you're back <laughs> next to the sea, isn't it, in Norfolk? And it's only across the border. And both Suffolk and Norfolk are just really pretty counties. So yeah. very inspirational. Lots of artistic people tend to gravitate here and just love it for, you know, with their writing or, uh, as you say, making music, writing poetry, if they're artists. So, you know, you, you're, you're in a good place. You're surrounded by artistic people. Now yeah, I'm pretty lucky, yeah. Yeah, tell me a bit more about your music. Um, well, I think my music really is properly started from during lockdown. Because uh, before that, I didn't know how to play guitar. So, But I always been like a singer. Like I, like, I love singing, but the guitar has boosted my confidence, my, my inner power of the music. Just suddenly... Is on the way to to somewhere, <laughs> and you gig regularly, don't you, around Norfolk? And I could see that um, your one of your people that inspires you is Ed Sheeran, of course, who is yeah. lives locally, just across the border here in Suffolk. I, I would imagine 
his music because it's very stripped down. It's very raw. It's very just sort of him and a guitar, isn't it? That must, yeah, acoustic, it, yeah. in itself, must inspire you. Yeah, I, I like his like a songwriting skill. Just um, very emotional, very catchy, bouncy. Just his songs just make me happy. Then I want to write songs to make me happy and make other people happy. So this song is called "By the Sea," isn't it? Um, yeah, there was one day I was um, carrying my guitar, just walk on the beach. There's everything I saw, everything I heard. Just, I just think, oh, why can't I put in a song? Because I know how to play guitar. And I just play random melodies, then the words just fit in. So that song just come out really quickly as well. Um, How do you record your songs when you're walking by the the sea? Do you record them on your phone? You know, nowadays it's it's easier to produce things like that, isn't it? But how do you kind of start with something like that, or do you just play it with your guitar and then get hope mm. that you'll still remember it? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I need to like a uh, record in my phone, like a like a memo or demo, something like that. Because uh, next day I'm a I might forget, so I have to record the. Uh, the inspirations, bits and bobs, all together. Then I will go home, then play some chords, play some melody, then just try to fit in the words I just written down, then just become a song. It seems quite complicated, but also seems quite easy in a way. Yeah. So. Be yeah. easy for you, I'm sure. And then when you do get back and you think, right, I'm going to turn this into a video, a music video, where do you do that? Have you kind of got a little setup where you can can do it, or do you go out on location and do your music videos? How how do you like to do them? Um, um, it's very interesting. I already got this uh like setting in my head. Um, I want to see. I probably want to record this song or make a music video in summertime because the sea will look beautiful, uh, and the sky will look beautiful. Then I will can wear some nice clothes. Um yeah, I just very looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. So you get lots of songwriting done perhaps this time of year and then start planning those videos and thinking, right, as soon as we get some decent weather and the corn starts to come up in the fields and you get the lovely blue skies that you get across Norfolk there, you think, right, I can get out and do some filming today. Because it's a reasonably long process, isn't it? You know, not only writing the song and coming up with the lyrics, but then actually thinking in your head and storyboarding out a video, I would imagine. It's it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, yeah, it, it takes a lot of thinking in your head. Then you just want to... If It feels like, like a jigsaw. So you put all the pieces together, then when it looks beautiful, when it looks all right, then you will be happy with it. And then what have you got planned for this year? Have you got more gigs? Where can we find you if we want to come and see you playing live? Um, that's a uh, good news. Um, but well, by the sea, that song is gonna be the um the title song, and I'm gonna release my EP. Oh wow! Uh, on Valentine's Day around that time, because I have recorded four songs in total. Uh, yeah. Then I'll have a gig in uh, in the restaurant next month. Yeah, there's quite a few things going on, so I'm gonna be quite busy this year. <laughs> 
Well, that's always good news. That's that's what you want. If you're an artist, you want to actually get yourself out there in front of the public, don't you? Well, yeah. you it here on Ruby Shoes Podcast. Look out for you and your music. What's the album going to be called? I'm probably going to say, hi, my, I'm Dream Swifty. Maybe just by this, to like introduce myself as a whole thing. And that's your stage yeah, name, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm also a massive fan of Taylor Swift. So, <laughs> oh, you and me both. I love everything that Taylor Swift brings out. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been, I've been, yeah. I have seen her live before as well. So I just, I love her. Yeah. Oh well, I can imagine. You've got <laughs> yeah. Quite good inspirational people. There. You've got Ed Sheeran on one side. You've got Taylor Swift on the other. I'm sure those two combined are a great inspiration for you, and that you're going to go far. Lovely to talk to you on the Ruby Shoes podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Stephanie. Hello, Ruby Shoes podcast. On Friday, I had the delightful job of going to see Celebrating Sondheim at the Gallery Studios, which was performed by the Gallery Players, and this was an all-star cast. What do you say we get started? But first, some do's and don'ts. Mostly don'ts. Please don't cough. Intend to put the actors off. All right, it isn't Aristophanes, but please don't cough. Don't say what to every line you think you haven't got. And if you're in a snip because you missed the plot, of which I must admit there's not an awful lot, but don't say what. If something's rude, please don't come unglued. Very talented individuals who'd all come together doing solos, duets, trios, group pieces, ensemble pieces, where they sung a range of things from Sondheim, uh, either written by him or created by him entirely. And it honestly, it was a fantastic show. The level of talent with all the individuals was amazing. And the way that they could bring together so many different voices and make them work to these not easily sung songs, I must admit, you could really you could really hear how how much they'd worked and how phenomenal they sounded. It was a truly epic and wonderful show. The show, Celebrating Sondheim Volume 2, was con- the concept and the director was the marvellous Wayne Ablett, who did a fantastic job at bringing the show together. The musical director was Matthew Snow. The choreographer was Wayne Ablett and Harriet Bacon, and they did a really good job at just staging everything perfectly. You, it, was, it was really nice to see the st- whole stage being used and all the props being used. The set and the props were by Dave Borthwick and Wade Ablett. And then the lighting design, sound design and operation was James Alexic. And the stage manager and the lighting op- operation was done by Sam Harvey. And the cast was all of, uh, was a lot of the very talented gallery players, stars that are in many of their productions. The gallery players had previously done a celebrating Sondheim show in 2022. So this was their volume two, but it was still full of hit songs from different blockbuster shows such as Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, 
There was West Side Story, Company, and uh, some of the, even some lesser known shows. There were even some musicals that not even I'd heard of, and I thought I was quite knowledgeable in musical theatre. One of my favourites in particular was from the Follies, very a very fun song tune. So I'd definitely recommend going and watching the the musical if you if you get the opportunity, because I can assure you that from the way that the gallery players sung the songs you'll want to see it the live band was terrific and sounded great behind the gallery singers and it was definitely an unmissable evening I'll definitely be looking out to see if there's another one and the one thing that was special about it is that they all the profits from the production were going towards the are you sitting comfortably campaign which is going to enable the gallery studios to reimagine and vastly improve their auditorium seating so which is going to be great for any public and audience member in the future So it was great to know that all the profits are going towards such a good cause. It was definitely an eclectic mix of of songs, but there really was something for everyone. So I would recommend this concert and anything by the gallery players in the future. I am Iona Lawrence reporting for the Ruby Shoes podcast. And as you can hear, the gallery players there went down incredibly well at the end of last week. And thanks again to Iona Lawrence for being our reviewer this week. If, like Iona, you'd like to review a show and tell us more about it, then get in touch with us via our socials, Ruby Shoes Podcast. Tell me a bit about you and the show you might like to go and review on our behalf, and we'll get in touch. You can also listen again to any of the Ruby Shoes podcasts via Apple or Spotify or your smart speaker, or just by simply clicking on the weekly podcast links on our Facebook page. Last week, we went along as Ruby Shoes Podcast to see a young cast who were absolutely inspirational performing their first Shakespeare play. It was Romeo and Juliet done in a very modern way. Holy! What frame was here? Who this ancient quarrel new approach? Speak, nurse. Were you by when it began? Here were the servants of your father's adversary. And here were your father's servants close fighting ere I did approach. I drew to part them. Part fools, put up your swords, you know not what you do. In the instant came the fiery tibble with her sword prepared. What? Art thou drawn amongst these heartless times? Turn me, Benvolio, look upon my death. I do but keep the peace. Put up your sword, or manage it to part these men with me. What? Drawn and talk of peace? I hate the word, as I hate hell, all Montagues and thee. Her earthly coward, which as she breathed defiance to my ears, she swung about her head and cut the winds, who nothing hurt with all hissed her in scorn. And in between the interchanging thrusts and blows came war and war and fought and part and part. If ever you disturb our streets again, your lives shall pay the forfeit of the peace. Really powerful stuff. Romeo and Juliet performed uh, literally this week is on until Thursday the 8th of February and there are performances uh, at 1.30pm and also 7pm and it's 
directed by Douglas Rintoul uh, from the New Wolsey Theatre. The cast are very young. You probably heard uh, last week we did an interview with one of the cast and we were talking to them. They've got various different parts to play. It's Shakespeare. It's done in obviously Shakespearean language, so it's a it's a tough call for them. But my goodness, what powerful emotive acting from all of them! Not you couldn't have pulled one out as a standout. They were all standout actors. Really, really good. If you've never seen Shakespeare before, or you've actually seen Romeo and Juliet before, and you think, oh, I've kind of seen it all, go and see this performance. You will not be disappointed. As I say, New Wolsey Theatre, absolutely fantastic. And on till this Thursday, the eighth of February. The last performance is seven p.m. And there's a post-show talk that night as well. Well done to all of them. Next week, we'll hear more uh, from the Wolsey Theatre because I told you earlier I was interviewing uh, Rachel, who is the director uh, in charge of Boy on the Roof. And that starts next Tuesday, the 13th, uh, and goes through to the 14th of February. So we'll hear more from Rachel at the Vermos Theatre and um, all about that award-winning full mask production of Boy on the Roof. But until then... I'm Steph McIntyre. Thanks for listening and we'll chat more about live theatre and entertainment in next week's episode. In the meantime, check out our socials at Ruby Shoes Podcasts and have a great week. Listener.